Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Secret Dog. Tosh, you had a letter you wanted to read from a listener? Oh yeah, this is a good one I got. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing this for the very first time. Hello, Natasha and Mosh. I just wanted to provide some expertise on the bath faucet masturbating. <laughs> oh, thank goodness somebody weighed in. Because I did it and continue to do it when I come back to the house I grew up in. That's a funny idea. Here's the positioning of how you masturbate in the bathtub. You slide your butt to the end of the tub that has the faucet. Okay. Then sit with your back on the floor of the tub and your legs in the air. Mm-hmm. Very bold position. Between your legs should be the faucet. You turn the faucet on and use the running water to absolutely go to town. (laughs) (laughs) Even as an adult that owns a vibrator, this is the best vibrator I've ever used. Interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. The thing about it is that you have to have certain measurements in your bathtub to make it work. You can't do it with every kind of bath. The faucet has to extend a certain amount so that when you prop your butt against the side of the tub, the water can still reach. My faucet at home extends seven and a half <laughs> inches. Wait, is this a joke? This person's like, isn't that like the, but isn't that also the size of a penis? Uh, mine's nine and a half. And, and then when it's soft and then when it's hard, it becomes 19. The tub in my apartment does not extend far enough to do it. Mm-hmm. I've attached a drawn diagram if the written explanation doesn't make sense. Well, we'll put this on the, the Instagram. The diagram is great, but it's also a little confusing to me. Okay. Perspective from the side of the tub. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. This is a, this is one drawing. It's, yeah. This is clear. I thought the... Because I always thought it was like a side masturbation. So basically this person, it's a smiley face, is sitting <laughs> all the way scooted up 
but their head is still popped out of the tub so they could look at you and have a conversation with you if you're sitting on the toilet across from it. But their legs are like almost straight up ah, in the air. Ah, I see. And that water is just blushing, just gushing on that clit. And I will say that she is in a claw foot bathtub. So, so we know that. I so. think, no, but I think the claw foot might be part of it because you can flip your legs over the front as opposed to like a bathtub that's built into the shower. You don't have what that leg room. What if the plumbers knew your trick? You know, you're like, I'd like to get something that's, um, you know, nine and a half inches from the, t-. and they're like, I know what you're using this for. This person's obviously funny because they also blacked out the genitals in the stick drawing. Right. And there's a, there's a line that says clit, but the clit is a square. It's like a tab of acid size black square. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. I honestly, this Natasha, was so helpful. Natasha, we have a helpful. bathtub. Do we, we have a bathtub. It you won't work try in it. it. I, I'm going to try. Well, I just think You're going to try? I will. That's cool. But I think the claw foot of the... Cl- we don't have a claw foot. Mm. Hmm. Well, well, I mean, she didn't say you must have a claw foot. No, but I'm looking at her legs. Like, I would have to have them, like, way up, like honestly, yoga almost, and it wouldn't feel that comfortable. But that's a really good lower back exercise. So you could do two things in one. Wait, so you don't even touch yourself while you do it? You just do it with the I, water I pressure? I don't know. I'm not a woman. By the way, did you know that one of the things that Trump is leaving behind in his legacy is higher water pressure? At the White House? I don't know if it's at the White House or it was like laws, but he it was no, very passionate. It's not laws. <laughs> I thought it was like the. It's lo- the White House. Huh? Just the water pressure at the White House. Yeah, he he, wanted, he got it changed. Yeah, it's more. Because that was one of the things they said he campaigned for as that soon as he got into a, office. That is such a. But I didn't know it was just for him. That is such a rich guy <laughs> concern. It's just like no, no, no. I like a cascade. I like a waterfall. Um, for the two days a, a, a month that I'm there, I want it to be. I, I gotta gushing. say, I gotta say, our Trump impression. <laughs> mine was fantastic. like, I don't know what. I think mine was like someone I saw in a Christmas Carol the other night. Um, Natasha. Yes, Mosh. This is a secret dump. I know. And I thought we should maybe listen to some secrets. Okay, let's do it. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Mosha. Big fan. Um, I have been with my fiance for over five years now. We're getting married in February. And I like doing the cooking partially because I will give him the worst of the food we have to choose from. Like if we're going through salad and some of it's kind of like, yeah, this doesn't look great. I will give it to him and not to myself. And I will make sure that I get the better food every time. Mm. Love you guys. Bye. That is so interesting because I do exactly the opposite. I know. And Moshe, but but that's because you care so much. Like when I cut a sandwich, Moshe starts looking at the big piece with like these big eyes or like whatever he (laughs) thinks is the good piece. And he's just like, oh, you sure you want that piece? So I'm like, it's clearly important to you. So I don't give a shit. It is important to me, but don't I also push the good piece on you sometimes and you won't take it? You do, but I, I, it's not, you know, it's not real. It's not, it's not real. It'll still bum you out. And also, I don't care. I'm Mm -hmm. not that interested in, the difference between like a piece of pizza that's slightly more crispy on top. I do like a crispy piece of pizza. That's what I mean. It's like important to you, but that's just an interesting psychological dynamic. Right. I don't think it's about the food, but she is saying be- it sounds like she cooks it. So there's like a slight bit of resentment. No, it sounds like she's like me. She likes there's something that happens to you when you're hungry where you become a little teeny bit less than human. Maybe not you, but me where you're just like it's like if you came to me and were like, can I have $100 if, and if I was your friend? I'd be like, yeah, here's $100. If I could afford it, I'd give it to you, right? But if you came to me and you like took too big a slice of pizza 
I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you betraying me? You need to get out of my life. See, I disagree with your um, perception of this because think of how much she's cooking for him like three times a day. She's doing, she's thinking like he deserves shit every oh, time she gives him food. And, and, that's, and because we're all stuck inside right now eating together, families. So yeah, so it's like, it's just this neg- negativity kind of like, well, here's what I would suggest. Just give him the good piece like once in a while. Wait, you're suggesting that if you want the good piece, you think that the person deserves shit, which by implication would mean that you think I deserve gold. That's what I mean. Like, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. Except you're a lucky girl because I do all the cooking. I make some toast and stuff. That's true. You do make some toast and stuff. <laughs> Let's play another secret. Natasha and Nisha, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I've been thinking of calling in with the secret now, but um, I've always ended up chickening out. But I just had a glass of wine, and I think I'm ready to tell you. Um, <laughs> so I have a diaper fetish. I really like the feeling of wearing a diaper and the crinkly sound that they make. Oh. I've had this fetish ever since I was like 13 or so, and I was always interested in wearing diapers before that too. I'm not really sure why I have this, and honestly, I wish I didn't have this. I'd love to be into something a little bit sexier. Um, but anyways, I told my ex-boyfriend of five years towards the end of our relationship. And things just got a little weird after that. Um, I think I was super embarrassed. And every time the word diaper would come up in an everyday conversation or television commercials, I'd get this like pit in my stomach. Um, I'm in a really great relationship now. I'm terrified to tell this person, um, and I'm wondering if I even should tell this person. Don't do it. Also, I think we're moving in together soon, so a part of me feels like, oh, he should know. Don't bring the pampers. Well, um, especially if he finds any, (laughs) that would be awkward. Um, All right, thanks so much. You really are brightening up my day with your podcast. Thank you. Bye. Well, you've put a damper on our day. It's an an unfortunate predilection. Because th- it's so specific, it's difficult it's, to find somebody well, that's into it. it's also like, who's into that? Like, it, like fucking babies. It's I'm not a fucking baby. babies. What is it? I mean, it's I'm like, a baby. Okay, I get you. Yeah, I get Wah, you. I'm wearing diapers. Like, I soiled I, myself. Diapers reminds me of my child all right, the time. Right, right. I don't know. It just is like, I, but she sounds so innocent. And it's like, she doesn't know where it came from. And like, remember once we were in Amsterdam and there was a man dressed as I a baby? I do remember, yeah. He was, he was wearing diapers. He was biking. That's who you should be moving in with. <laughs> not that there's not a community. Well, I, you know what? I, I don't really know about it. But I just know the, con- the connotation a- to me feels fucked up. So I can't really comment on it. Oh, so you straight up think it's bad. Well, it's not that I think it's bad, but I don't like connecting babies and sex. Well, yeah, but I would say I'm sure that this person would say I don't. I don't think she does, but I'm I'm taking it too many steps. Like I'm overthinking it. Maybe I, I maybe I don't. If anyone can explain it to me, I I mean I guess maybe it's like when people have a. It sounds like it's um, it's like a like a leather fetish or something. Yes. Like she loves the crinkling. Like she likes the feel. Well, no, there's got to be it. some role play dynamic. Couldn't to it. she find like a substitute that's not like a a, a nappy for a baby? Well. <laughs> You See, I'm, I'm using her language. Her language. I was wondering, and that be, um, yeah. This is tough because there is a community, and if she had called in before she was in this relationship, I would have said, 
find someone who shares your Ooh, fetish, yeah. somebody normal, and then you don't have to worry about it. Or tell the person at the beginning of your, towards the beginning of your relationship. So if it freaks them out so much, they can't deal. But she's moving in with him. Mm-hmm. This is rough because here's the thing. I think you just need to like give it up or tell him before you move in because it's like I would unless he's extremely open minded I would I'm sorry I would break up with someone if they told me that really yes but what if they were like well here's my question I it, I just feels I just don't I, I don't get the I'm a toddler fuck me thing but, but maybe that's I don't not understand what they're doing what they're, they're not saying are they I actually honestly don't know I mean, look. I I need to research all, diaper fetish. It oh just yeah. reminds me. Well, just me. go into my internet history. <laughs> You'll be able to find it. I mean, you. It, it, the thing is, okay, few things. Fetishes. There's fetishes and there's fetishes, right? If it's a true fetish where you can't actually get off or be satisfied sexually, right. unless uh, it's it being, happens. It's, it happens. Well, that's really tough because then you have to find somebody that share that is down with your fetish. I don't think that's the case though because they're moving in together, so they've clearly had sex. Right. So if it's not that, then you know maybe it's in the realm of fantasy or porn, or maybe tell your man. I mean, look, if somebody told me I have a diaper fetish, I also I don't share your um, moral revulsion. You would you would fuck a girl in diapers? L- wait, 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 no, I'm just saying. No, I, I, I what I'm saying is not I would fuck a girl in diapers. What I'm saying is if a girl told me. Uh, I have this fetish, I wouldn't break up with them. I wouldn't be like, what if it was you and you just revealed that to me right now? You'd probably think it was like hot that I had a fetish. I would think it was interesting for sure. I mean, it's not a fetish. I don't. Can what you I w- substitute the sound for like latex, like something else? But see, I don't share your moral revulsion yeah. towards it, but I do share the kind of like general, like not for me feeling of it. Mm. You know, I don't like. I bet the percentages are pretty low. (laughs) I know. Food is way higher than diaper. I I don't like food. Like, it disgusts me when I see, like, porn where a woman's, like, covered in baked beans. (laughs) I was like, that one was, like, from the UK, it sounded like. She probably would like that, but... What about smoking? Do you like that? That does... That's neutral. No What about, like, biting? Biting? Nothing. does nothing. What if I wanted a... You'd like it if I wanted a ball gag in my mouth all the time. If you wanted a, I don't love a toy, but I would do it for you for sure. If you wanted to do smoking, I would do that for you. If you wanted to do baked beans, I would probably decline politely. So I have a moral issue with it. That's interesting. I'm, I might be kind of square in that way. Well, it's not a crazy thing to be square about. I think that's a pretty spe- extreme sexual fetish as they go. I mean, there, there are more extreme ones, but, um, but, uh, I mean, I really love her spirit and I love her openness. And it really does seem like you're just like experiencing your truth. So it's like, I don't mean to say that I think it's like pornography for like child well, porn or something. Right, right, right. You know, I don't know the answer. We should find out more. Yeah, it's, I feel very closed minded about it, but I just can't. And, and by the way, maybe it's good that I'm reacting like this because this is maybe a bit extreme but it's not far from the average reaction right it might be pretty similar to the uh your new roommate actually um well good luck thank you so much for calling in too i know that takes a lot of courage and um, yeah it takes a lot of courage to make a mess mess in your nappy um (laughs) oh yeah i'm so we have to google this because like is it about the shitting well if there are some people out there that are more versed in this particular fetish i would like to write in or call in uh, we're interested and we would like to know more. Uh, so let us uh, contact us. All right. Shall we hear another secret? Yeah. 
This let me change my poopy diaper. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. So, um, times are rough. So, as a side hustle, I've been selling pictures online. And I don't mean, like, nudes. I've been selling feet pics to, like, guess. I'm not going to make fun of someone's sexuality, but it's, like, also at the same time, it's, like, weird and horny and desperate to want to look at people's toes, in my opinion. But the thing is, like, well, I guess my scam slash secret is that I sell them photos for about, like, 45 to $60 Whoa. a pop, and they're not even my feet. I guess, like, horny people on the Internet don't know how to reverse Google an image, and I literally just Google feet and then scroll down, like, 10 pages and then sell them that. So that's how I've been paying for gas during these hard times. Anyway, I love the podcast. Bye. That's, why not take the picture of your own foot? <laughs> Maybe her feet aren't that great, but you know, people don't, because that German woman I, I used to work for, she was also, she had a clothing store where I worked, but she was also a dominatrix. And mm -hmm. I remember people would call and she'd be like, hello, you want them stinky or should I clean them? Like she would, like everyone wanted like a different thing from her. So like sometimes right. they wanted her to like, she's like, okay, I jog around the block three times. But like, did she? Yes. She well, do I don't it. know. I mean, she would. She wanted to please him. She just, wanted repeat customers. It's funny to me. That My I, point is they don't always like nice feet. Right. It's just funny to me that she would bother searching, not just take the picture of your own fucking toe. But I respect the hustle. I, res I respect that hustle. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know like if the I, part where she lies. I wish she were just taking yeah, pictures of your own feet. Yeah, that I think is cool. I would totally do that. By the way, you're not wearing shoes right now. Some of the people, some of our viewers, if they're watching on the YouTube stream, they might be getting the freebie right here this $45 for this bus out you're a celeb that's a $300 foot <laughs> I'm just curious how much chatting do you have to do with someone before the foot pick comes who knows that's the part that you might really be earning yo, your $45 I'd sell, I'd sell pictures of my feet for $60 I mean, I'd do it right now well I don't think it's that big of a deal um, it's a fetish heavy episode you know what why don't you just take a picture of your own foot once in a while see what happens yeah see, see if you get different reactions don't maybe, apologize for it though when you send it people start Get asking for their money back. <laughs> All right, let's play another secret. Hey, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, I am calling with a secret for y'all. Uh, I am almost 40. I'll be 40 at the end of the month. Um, and I think I had my first vaginal orgasm yesterday. Very excited about it. Uh, I think now that I've had it, that maybe I've had one before, and I just didn't know what was happening. But, um, yeah, it happened for me, and um, it was in a so safe, COVID-safe situation with my partner. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am super stoked. It was awesome. So, that's all. It's such a great sign for a relationship. But what's a vaginal orgasm? Is that where you're having sex? Basically, there's clitoral orgasm, right. which is like if someone licks your pussy or you touch it yourself or uh -huh. they touch it or use a toy or whatever. Yeah. And then there's like while, while you're having sex. And they are pretty rare. And I think probably, I'm sure a large percentage of women have not even had them. So I don't think it matters that I'm, you're 40. What I'm asking is, yes, is it it's a, different, Mosh. It feels different? Yes. Well. Or it's just you're able to do it from that sexual thing. It feels more all-encompassing. Oh, so it's, it is... It's superior. A different sensation. Oh, it's superior. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, slightly. Interesting. But getting to it is like hard. Mm. Because I it just takes had... a lot of work. And, or, I mean, it doesn't always take work. But, you know, I, I've, I haven't had them with many people. I mean, you've had them with me, right? <laughs> yeah. That felt like a lie. 
No, it's true. Oh, I had my first anal orgasm recently. Really? Mm-hmm. With me? Uh, let's play another secret. Hi, Tasha. Hi, Moshe. I have a secret. Um, I live in the Bay Area, and I work in tech. Um, and a couple of years back, I was getting a lot of shit from Lyft and Uber drivers when you get in the car, and they ask you what you do uh, because tech is evil and ruining the city and stealing all our jobs and all of the things that we know are probably true, but it was unpleasant to say you were a tech worker. Um, so I started telling them I was a nurse because that was the most inoffensive and universally liked profession I could think of. And then it just started to become a thing that I told people that I didn't know all that well. Um, and so now the guys who own the corner store on my block think I'm a nurse, which is fine, except the pandemic hit, and now they think I'm a hero. <laughs> and they're asking for PPE, and they're asking all about the caseload, and they're telling me how great I am every time I go in, and it's kind of nice, um, but it's also going to end really badly, and I think I have to move, and I can never tell them. Yep. Um, okay, that's all. That's my secret. Okay, bye. The answer here is obvious. What Hewlett Packard, I think, just moved to Austin, and she, she just needs to get a job and or, or go to Microsoft in Seattle. Just get you need to leave this city. You need to set fire to your life and leave no. the city. Um, I I definitely tell Lyft drivers that I'm. I always say I need to have. I wish I had something like a nurse, but I don't know anything about that. So I say I'm a writer. That's what I say too. But that's that's so. But then it opens up a whole. Can- I, I know. But the one one of the only times I said stand up comedian. The guy played me Ralphie May clips for a 45 minute <laughs> no, drive. No, that's from what I mean. Airport. You can't, because most Lyft drivers have been doing open mics for a while. I know. Or a lot of them. What's the perfect thing to say that will make sure that no more questions are asked? What do you think it is? Uh, How about this? Uh, I, student? No, what are you studying? Accountant? Oh, yeah, because ac- no one wants to talk about that. I'm an accountant. What if they ask you about your taxes? You should say, How about this? I think better. How about. I'm a project manager. I'm a project manager for corporate wellness. <laughs> well, by the way, what's so funny about this is this, this like end goal of not talking to people. Like this, like assumed, <laughs> like Graceland, where you don't have to like speak. <laughs> I've told you about my friend. I will not say his name, but this is pretty rude. But he says um, it's rude, but it's instructive because I have done it and it works. Oh, really? Well, here's how he... This is pretty dehumanizing, but this is... I don't do this... As a woman, I get harassed Okay, so... so Or like just too many questions. This is his strategy when he gets into a Lyft or an Uber to to discourage conversation. Will you be the Lyft driver? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he gets in, opens the door. Hey, how's it going? Good. What brings you into town? Work. Uh, Where do you work? Hello? Oh, he's got earphones in? No, it's two <laughs> questions that he'll answer in a very short and clipped way to give the signal, I don't want to talk. And then after the second question, he just stops responding altogether. I mean, I, I try not to, to make people feel bad, but sometimes I I was spending money on lifts to try to get like some work done sometimes. Like mm-hmm. if it was a longer commute and I had something I needed to work on, like I, whatever it was or emails or like I mean the prop- things that were due so then you know then you don't want to you're not always in the mood to talk necessarily like one of the good things about Lyft is that they can take you there and you don't have to be no I hear you I mean here's the real thing is I actually kind of often like talking to the Lyft people as you have 
uh, mentioned before is mm. a great pain for you because I'll, I'll talk the whole time. But if you really... No, here's why I made fun of you. You would start a conversation and then open up this whole thing and then start staring at your phone. And then I would have to pick up the pieces <laughs> of your dumb conversation. Well, anyway... When I'm trying to look rea- at my phone. The reality is people are cowards and you just need to be honest. If you don't want to talk to to someone, you have to say to them, hey, I, I, I was hoping this call, this ride, I could just do some work. I have a lot of stuff I have to do. Yeah, but think about it. Now you're stuck in a tiny, tiny vehicle. a tiny, tiny amount of space, much smaller, like about the size of a bathroom. You're stuck with someone now for like 45 minutes who you just said something borderline rude That's to and you don't rude. know anything about them. They could totally get offended. If I was driving a Lyft and I was kind of in the mood to chat and get to mm. know some interesting artists in LA and they were like, excuse me, um, I would just like to do my work. I would feel like shit. And if I was, you've gotten into fights with Lyft drivers before. That had nothing to do with that. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I know, I guess. But I'm just saying. So why bring it up? Is that what you're thinking right now? Yeah. That's why you should just take a taxi. They don't have time to talk to you. Uh, No, no, I brought it up because you don't know if people are. Oh, sorry. I I just realized why I brought it up. Yeah. Because people are unstable. You're just dipping into the population. It could be anybody. You don't want to say something that's going to like piss the guy off. Well, I think it's like talking to anybody. I mean, if you say to them, hey, I have a bunch of phone calls to make. Do you mind if I just make my phone calls? What I say it? that. That's. I think that's totally fine. That's what I said to say. Oh, okay. But this isn't about that. This is about her being embarrassed to be in tech and lying to the bodega. Yeah. Uh, I still think you should just move to Texas. Um, Tosh, do you want to move to Texas with me to avoid taxation? There's no taxes in Texas? There's no state income tax, which is why all these rich people are moving there. Oh, that's why people want to go to Texas? Yeah, I think so. I've never been in... Oh, no, that's not true. I love Austin. Austin's cool. I bet you there's good... I know there's uh, places you can surf, too. I'll move to Austin with you. Okay, we'll move to Austin. Oh, actually, if New Zealand won't accept us. I can't move anywhere without Notion, so it looks like we're staying in California. All right. Uh, Natasha, I have to go email the New Zealand consulate. Okay. So I just want to say I love you. I love you, too. 